You're listening to Business Genius with host and Smart Start founder, Linda Lopec. Is your business at risk for an entrepreneurial backslide? That's what happens when small service businesses actually take home less money as they grow. When your business starts succumbing to an entrepreneurial backslide, your revenue may continue to increase, but that is a fatal illusion because your take-home will continue to decrease. This is Smart Start Coach Linda Lopek, and you're listening to Business Genius, Episode 236, Avoiding the Entrepreneurial Backslide. In her recent Forbes article, Pia Silva writes, If you're like most business owners, you think if you had just a few more clients, you would be set. Think again. If you're familiar with the common feast or famine cycle that many small business owners experience, you already know you're not operating a profitable business model. What you may not know is if you're not profitable now, you're not on your way to becoming profitable. You're actually in grave danger of succumbing to what Pia calls the entrepreneurial backslide. The entrepreneurial backslide is when small service businesses actually take home less money as they grow the business. When you start your own business, those initial clients are generally hard to get and never pay well. But if you keep hustling, you will eventually be able to hook some decent clients and charge enough to sustain you, at least enough to maintain a frugal lifestyle while you're always working. And you think if you keep working at it, it will continue to get better, right? Unfortunately, the entrepreneurial backslide is inevitable if you just keep doing what you're doing. Things will get worse. Not because you are worse. You're actually more skilled and experienced than you've ever been. It's because what got you here won't get you there. When you initially structured your business, you did not set it up to continually improve forever. Essentially, your business is not set up to profit. Until you make some important changes so your business is specifically set up to profit, as time goes on and you take action to improve your business, you will actually end up making things worse and you'll be working more for less money. Pia shared an example. In the early days, Todd, a graphic designer, was working all the time for very little money, which is to be expected of someone new to business. To build his portfolio, he designed a logo for his friend for free, created a website for his sister for a nominal fee, and took on other similar jobs. He was doing cheap gigs on Fiverr, hoping to find ongoing clients there, and trolling Upwork and Craigslist, looking for design jobs that barely paid beer money for many hours of work. Slowly, he built up some work to show on his website, and he was able to get some clients paying a somewhat living wage. And at that point, he was thankful he was able to sustain himself. Over the next three years, he built a portfolio of work he was proud of, and he has had many happy clients. In fact, he's worked with enough people that he's proud to say he's never had to market. A sure sign you're on the precipice of the entrepreneurial backslide. And yet, while Todd makes enough money to live, that doesn't mean he's living. He's always at the mercy of his business and his clients, and even when he does take the occasional vacation, he's never able to actually check out. He's also constantly worried about where his next client is coming from. He always manages to get more clients eventually, but he doesn't know when they are going to come. This means he takes any client that comes his way, even when he's busy, and he seesaws between having way too much work and suffering a dry spell. When he's super busy, he can't take time off because he needs to work 24-7. And when he's in a dry spell, he can't take time off because he feels strapped and needs to find his next clients for the income. 
Three years in, he's making decent money, so he does what any entrepreneur would do. It starts to look for ways to improve his business. He dabbles in Facebook marketing, he sponsors a few events, he joins some networking groups, he adds video and photography to his offerings by bringing in someone else on certain projects. He realizes he can charge more for his website work if he adds some SEO, so he brings in an SEO guy too. And all this costs Todd time and money. This is the entrepreneurial backslide in action. Todd is spending a lot of time and money to try and improve his business and raise his prices, but he's actually working more and taking home less. The videos and SEO do make projects bigger and justify higher price tags, but now Todd is managing all these different people and parts of the project and they are taking way more time to finish. He's paying for marketing that barely seems to bring in any new business. He's spending a lot of time and money to join networking groups and actually network. And it is bringing in business. But is it really worth all the time and money he spent to acquire those clients? When he tallies it all up, it's a wash, if he's lucky. Todd, like most entrepreneurs, is taking home the same or less in the end, while simultaneously working so much more because he's stuck in the entrepreneurial backslide. He's an expert, but his business is slowly failing because he was not set up to be profitable before he started all these efforts, which means the more time and money he spends and the more clients he gets, the less profit he takes home. He may have doubled his prices, but half that money's getting paid out to the independent contractors he hired, and he has the added work of managing them too. How does this happen? Before Todd started making these efforts, he was already unprofitable. His business was full of holes leaking money. He just couldn't see them because the money he was leaking was in the form of his time. But once he started to grow that unprofitable business to a point where he was investing not just time, but also money, those leaks became obvious and the amount of money being leaked only increased. When your business starts succumbing to the entrepreneurial backslide, your revenue may continue to increase, but that is a fatal illusion because what you will take home will only continue to decrease. This means while you're spinning your wheels trying to get more clients and more higher paying clients, you're going to spend so much more of your time and money on doing it that you will end up making less. Here's the kicker. Unless you change your business model so you are set up to profit, all these efforts to grow your business will be futile. To be clear, this is not a knock on investing in your business, far from it. But the first thing you must invest in is setting up your business to be profitable. Once your business is profitable, you will have available time and money to grow it. And when you are growing a profitable business, as you increase your prices and clients, you will make more profit, not just more revenue. If you aren't sure whether you are set up to be profitable, you can take Pia's free mini course called Price for Freedom, which will show you how to calculate the minimum price you must charge for your service in order to be profitable. Until you are charging that price, or at least have a plan for how to achieve that price, you should not be investing in growing your team or spending advertising dollars or anything of the like. You should first invest in figuring out how to set up yourself to profit instead of staying stuck in your current unprofitable model. Remember, it's not how much money you make in your business. It's how much money you keep that determines whether or not it's a success. 
Until next time, this is Smart Start Coach Linda Lopek here to help you grow your business genius and love your work, whatever it may be. Over 100,000 entrepreneurs know the difference Smart Start makes to business success. Join us. I'd love to help you build your dream. Find more ways to unleash your business genius at smartstartcoach.com.